0: Part one on time and place. A sunrise to see before you die. I remember racing the dawn on borrowed bicycles through the volley of horns aimed like arrows at us through the traffic that was at every moment as destructive and unpredictable as a flooded river. And then we stopped, turned the locks and hurried to the highest view to watch the sunrise over Anchor Watt. I've read bucket lists, things to do before you die, and this was on the list. I've always felt like such imperatives were foolish, an oxymoron, to live life ringed around death. I saw the crimson bleed into the edge of the moat, and the low clouds ignited like God's no vacancy signs in magenta and neon pink on the horizon. I made a mark on my own list, and as I watched a billion-year-old star rise over a millennia-old temple complex, I burned my list yet again. Part 2. On Relations Rain Check I remember you taking your rain check from me, beside the stream, the chanterelles, the devil's club, making a bed from our clothes. You let out your love like clouds full of rain and your voice rose to the tops of the Sitka spruce. You looked like you belonged there in the moss and dark damp earth, a wild geranium. And I felt like the outsider. An invasive weed with no place in a temperate rainforest. This inland man from the high plains. You knew this, and still, you took me into you, watching me turn like a leaf in the fall. Part three. On mind, body, heart, and soul. Coyote's last days. Back in my day, you could still read the clouds. Like, actually read them, like a book or a tweet, whatever it is you punks actually read. I don't know, you kids are into some crazy stuff now. But you can't read the clouds. And because of this, the clouds have stopped speaking. Every once in a while I get a little whisper of something, but it's not much. Just a nice weather we're having or something stupid like that. He was talking, but not the good stuff. Not the things that Genevieve could use to feed her muse. She had deadlines and couldn't waste time on false leads. Okay, Mr. Latrans, look, I've really got to and another thing. He could not scratch himself, so he chewed on his right forearm with the twelve teeth left in his head. "'There used to be a dance. Once a month, or at the very least, every thirteenth moon, too.' "'Oh?' Genevieve perked up a bit. "'Oh, yes,' he answered hoarsely. "'A dance that made the moon bloom like a poppy and brought the stars to falling like it was raining light.' You kids and your clubs, you wouldn't know a damn thing about real dancing.